Hey all and welcome back to Starve the Ego, Feed the Soul. I'm your host, Nico Barraza. And as a reminder, my Build Better Relationships course is still currently on sale for $70. We're gonna have three 90-minute live Zoom sessions in big groups, and we're gonna break out into small groups and do a bunch of discussion stuff. We're getting deep into building better relationships with yourself, with others, and in your workspace. And as well as that, I am also offering personal one-on-one coaching for individuals and couples. So for all of that, go to my website, www.nicobarraza.com. If you're interested in the course, click on courses and that'll take you over to the Build Better Relationships tab. You can read more about what we're offering in the course. And then if you want to sign up, sign up, submit payments, and that'll reserve your spot for the first live session, I believe, which is March 13th. Um, I'd love to have you in there. This is a a course you could take as a single person, as someone who's dating, as someone who's recovering from a breakup, as a couple as well, too. A ton of good takeaways in this course, and I've worked really hard on building the curriculum, and um, I'm hoping you all are going to benefit out there, and I'm really excited to launch it. And then as well, if you want to work with me one-on-one, you can inquire through the website for that as well, too. So I'm doing a solo episode this week, and I really wanted to talk about privilege because that word gets tossed around so much now, specifically in the U.S., and I wanted to relate it to what's going on in the Ukraine-Russia conflict because I see a lot of people, especially in the self-help, mental help, like relational space, post stuff on in their stories on the internet about, hey, you know, you you don't have to pay attention to this, like, you know. You don't need to be an Instagram warrior or or post stuff that you don't know about. And although I agree with that, obviously don't spread misinformation. Um, don't don't talk about something you're not educated on. I do think it is our responsibility as citizens, not only of the U.S. if you live here, but of any other country, to pay attention uh, because this is quite different than anything we've ever experienced in the world. So we have a lot of other conflicts uh, around the world that that are are hor- horrendous wars, and there's there's been mass genocide and all this other stuff going on, right? The specific thing about this is that there hasn't been um, militaristic movement or an attack like this since World War II. And so if you're not familiar with wars throughout humanity and you're just completely anti-war, and trust me, I, I'm I'm so not for war. I wish our hum- like collectively the human psyche could evolve past that. Unfortunately, we are not there yet. And so I have to say it's quite ignorant to you know talk about turning a cheek and not paying attention because we, we live in a privileged society here in the U.S. despite... Um, the racial, the gender inequality, <clears throat> the deep-rooted issues that we have to face as Americans. I'm speaking to, to my country where I live, but this applies all over the place. Um, we have cultural racial issues. We have issues of indigenous rights. Um, we have so many issues here in the U.S. That being said, despite all those issues, we do live a very privileged life. No matter what socioeconomic status you're in, um, generally, you're not waking up every day with the existential fear of a bomb going off in your building, right? Or Or another country just completely attacking or invading our country, right? And so with that, we can recognize our privilege in living here. And obviously there's there's levels to this, right? So, um, you know, if you're a minority and you've experienced racial oppression, racism, you get paid less because of the color of your skin or because of your sexual orientation, or if you're a woman, X, Y, and Z, right? It's not to undermine the oppression or the stuff that we experience as people in this country. But you can still understand your privilege despite the oppression that you faced. And I think it's our duty as human beings to pay attention to what's going on in Ukraine because these people are literally being driven out of their country. Um, everyone pretty much, you know, that's not a soldier that wanted to stay is being, you know, handed a Molotov cocktail, uh, assault rifle, and, and all of a sudden they're, they are now a soldier fighting for their right for freedom. 
And I think a lot of times, specifically since it's been a long time, you know, look, looking past Afghanistan, the Iraq invasion that, that we did as Americans, which which I starkly disagreed with. I, I lost a lot of friends that were in special forces units um, that I played sports with in high school or in college. Um, I, I lost three friends specifically uh, in Iraq and Afghanistan, separate incidences. And so I have a, a, a an intimate connection with this also. For all of you that don't know this, I was scheduled to join the army because I really wanted to go to flight school and, and and become a pilot. And so I was signed up for officer candidate school and flight school at Fort Rucker. And the only reason I didn't go was because I had to have shoulder surgery. And so that kind of changed everything. Um, that being said, uh, if Ukraine was to attack a NATO country, I would certainly sign up again. Um, it's my it's my own personal view, but I I obviously am the last person that. Uh, you know, believes in war or, or killing people, but I do believe in defending what you love. And I think that is healthy masculine energy right there. Um, I think for, for some people that, that sort of <clears throat> live in this sort of like high horse complex where they're like, well, I don't choose war. I don't choose this. And it's like, no, that's fair. Like a lot of us don't choose war. That being said, uh, we do have to respond if we are under threat, right? That that's, that's just how it goes. We don't live in a utopic world. Um, we probably will never get there. I think it'll get better, but it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, unfortunately, that cliche term applies in a lot of situations in humanity, but we haven't seen a move like this in, in decades upon decades. And so my generation, specifically in the younger generations, we have no clue what it's like really to experience something like this. Now, Iraq and Afghanistan were starkly different than what we're experiencing now. So when I see people post stuff on the internet and they're not really educated on what's actually going on and the ramifications of Russia invading another European, a sovereign nation, a European country, um, I think you need to take a step back and educate yourself on the situation. And honestly, check your privilege. It doesn't matter who you are. We need to check our privilege, privilege as Americans and as, and as citizens of, of countries in the West. Um, and I think that relates back to self-awareness, right? We can't preach self-awareness and vulnerability in relationships if we're not applying it to every aspect, right? And I think it's, it's quite ignorant to say that um, freedom is free. You know, we live in this country, in the United States of America, because people have died and they fought for our ability to, to be free. Now, just because you weren't alive when that happened, or just because you don't know someone personally or haven't had someone personally in your family that was in the military or that sacrificed their life or did something of that nature, doesn't mean you didn't reap the benefits in our society of being able to be free. Now, I see I say free in quota quotation marks because uh, obviously there's gradients to freedom as well too and we you know most people that are minorities and most people experience oppression in the u.s based on race based on gender at some level right but despite that level of oppression we st still live a pretty free life comparatively to other countries right and not every country there's countries that have more liberties than we do uh like countries that have uh, socialist health care and and they have um maternal and paternal leave that that you know completely crushes the the laws in the US. So believe me, I'm I'm looking at this holistically, but the point I wanted to make in talking about this is that freedom is not free, right? Specifically when there's there's people that are trying to oppress others. Now, I'm sure you're like, "Well, Nico, what about the US involvement in X, Y, and Z?" Yes, the, the US government has been involved in some heinous things as well too, and we've done our fair share of of bad shit in the world. And unfortunately, a the citizens are not responsible for that, but our government and our officials that make those decisions are. And we have to hold them accountable by showing up to the polls and voting and educating ourselves and raising the standard of education in the U.S. Um, 
but all these things are kind of related, right? So as public education gets undercut in the U.S. and gets defunded, well, then people are less educated and then they make brash, illogical statements on the Internet. And everyone believes, you know, <clears throat> your uncle and aunt posting shit on Facebook that has, you know, zero fact in it. Um <clears throat> So I think it's really important if you're curious is I'm not telling you to you know pay attention to the news and overload your senses, right? I believe you have to have a sense of autonomy and also practice mental health. And I got out for a backcountry ski tour this Saturday with a couple buddies of mine. And I realized the inherent privilege of me being able to wake up in my house, make my coffee, eat my avocado toast and get my ass and go ski in the mountains. Well, there's people in Ukraine fighting for the right to just simply be alive and simply be a sovereign nation and be a, a citizen of a country that they deeply love and respect while fighting um, against a dictator trying to overthrow it, uh, which which is crazy in my mind, right? Uh, but that, that exists. And so, you know, I think a lot of people are like, well, I'm against war. I don't choose war. And I'm like, amen, I don't either. But I sure as shit, I'm not going to um, turn my cheek when people are being oppressed. Because if we look at Black Lives Matter movement, if we look at the feminist movement, if we look at transgender rights, if we look at homosexual rights in the United States, if you're a proponent of these things, of paying attention, and, and you tell people, you need to pay attention when there's a Black Lives Matter march, and I agree with you, you need to pay attention because we do have a huge racial disparity in the United States of America. You can't pay attention to that and not pay attention to other oppression in the world. You have to pay attention to all of it because it, it is all interconnected. So just because, you know, it affects us in the U.S. right now doesn't mean it won't affect us eventually, right? And so that's the thing. If you educate yourself on what's actually happening right now, this movement by, by Putin and his regime is legitimately the first of its kind since World War II. Now, I'm not saying that to instill fear in you, but we should be cautious and we should be aware because that is honestly scary. That's a big deal. And we should educate ourselves on the history of humanity and how we've gotten into wars and what's gone on. Because not every war is fought unjustly. Sometimes countries do have to defend themselves and fight against oppression. If you think about the Holocaust and the Nazi regime, what would you have the countries of Europe and in the U.S. do then? Just lay down their arms and let what was happening happen? Let a mass mass amount of people just be murdered for no reason? And, and I'm talking about this because, look, I work in the relational mental health space, but I'm, I'm no ignorant human being thinking that like we are going to all hug and get over this. I wish that was possible. Currently, it isn't. Eventually, I think we'll get better in society as we realize these problems are global and we start working together more. But if we have a dictator moving into a country in Europe and you're just going to put your hands up and be like, well, I don't believe in war, I'm going to say I agree with you, but also we can't like allow idealism to supersede what's actually happening, right? I'm an idealist. I, I hopefully, I believe that at some point we're going to be able to minimize conflict on earth and work together. We, we absolutely have to if we're really going to solve the climate crisis, um, you know, work together to make sure that famine and water is available to people, raise the education and healthcare across the world. And of course, we have to start in individual countries and ripple it outward and connect with each other. But it's really ignorant to just sort of live in this utopic, idealic, idealistic society that doesn't exist yet. And so here's my point. So if we think about the all cops are bastards movements, for instance, uh, when I see young kids walking around with all cops are bastards signs, it, it really is quite ignorant in that sense too. Because although I did march in every BLM march that was here in the town I live in, and being a minority man who's, who's experienced oppression from, from police specifically, I've had police in my family. I know Mexican-American men. I know black men and women that are police officers. They're incredible human beings. Are they racist? Not to my knowledge. 
there's a lot of good cops. There's a lot of shitty cops too. And if we look at how police officers are perpetuated, we pay them 35 to 40 grand. It's an entry level job. Then we give them a gun and a badge and we say, go police, you know, your area. And right off the bat, that's severely underpaid, just like public education. It's basically attracts, you know, the JV football players that never got picked for varsity and they have a chip on their shoulders and not everyone I'm generalizing, but we're underpaying these public officers. And then we're wondering why we're attracting these racist, short-minded, um, you know, emotionally unintelligent individuals, right? Well, they're not even trained properly. So instead, if we rethink the police instead of defund the police, because we defunded public education, think about that. That was a horrible idea. It is a horrible idea. We've got, we've literally made ourselves dumber and it's a system that perpetuates itself. So if we take that system and put it into public defense or public protection, like police officers, we should be educating police officers on mental health issues, on domestic violence issues to, to like the, the level of a therapist or of a domestic violence therapist that works with DV people and DO people, right? I mean, we should be, the police officers get paid $100,000 because they should be trained and they should be the tip of the spear in society. And I don't mean like a spear to go like, you know, regulate on everyone, but we're lying to ourselves if we say that like police officers are needed. If someone starts to break in your house or starts to threaten someone you love, who are you going to call? 911. Then a cop shows up. So if we're like all cops are bastards, that's inherently ignorant. That's like saying all the all people are racist or all people are this or that. It's just so generalizing and so broad. It's perpetuating ignorance. It's literally trying to beat back the same thing we're trying to change. So instead of defund the police. I think we should rethink the police. I think the police should be a staple in societies. They should be local people that you know their face and name, right? I mean, where I grew up in the West Side Barrios of Tucson, Arizona, when I was growing up, there was a lot of dangerous gang activity. So who did you call? Like you would call the cops. You needed that. Now there were some cops that were severely racist. There were some cops that were incredibly amazing human beings, right? So just to, just to walk around with a sign that says all cops are bastard, it's ignorant in of itself. It really is. It is not logical. Now, if we apply that to what's going on in Ukraine, if we just turn our turn our backs and we're like, oh, I'm just gonna go along drinking my pumpkin spice lattes and going to yoga and meditating, take care of myself, wonderful. Again, an extremely selfish out, outlook. I mean, take care of yourself, ladies and gentlemen, but do not stop paying attention to what's going on in the world. It matters. We are human beings of this planet, so it matters, 100%. Now, you don't have to pick up, a, you know, um, a sword and fight by any means, if that's not you. Um, but don't confuse your privilege of waking up in a relatively safe space with what's going on. Because if Russia were was to attack a NATO country, we would we would be in trouble. We would have to respond because the NATO alliance, if you know what it is, it's like one of one of your friends, you know. Like, uh, if someone's about to hurt them, you know, outside and you just turn your back and you're like, oh, they're not trying to hurt me. I'm just going to walk the other way. We have a responsibility to show up to the alliance that we've made, to these countries that we've made agreements, legal agreements with. And so if uh, Putin was to take Ukraine and then go for Lithuania or Poland or one of these other countries, we have to show up. The United States of America would have to show up along with other NATO countries. So we, d- we should pay attention specifically because it matters. This absolutely matters. Now, should you stare at YouTube and watch videos every day, every minute? Probably not. Probably not good for your mental health. But check in daily or every other day and just to see what what's going on. Because if if you're not if if you're re- choosing to remain ignorant just to protect your own sanctity, it's it's 
it's doing no like no one any justice really because you're literally saying oh well i know something's going on but i don't really know what's what's going on exactly so you know because i live this privileged life and i can just you know turn a cheek or you know turn face or something like that it's just not fair it's not fair and so i really want to want to make an episode or record an episode rather on talking about this specific issue because god there's a lot of privilege going around specifically on instagram that's that's kind of my my main social media outlet and ton of like people in the therapy and relational health space posting stuff about you know x y and z you don't got to share stuff you're gonna do this look i agree you don't you don't have to share stuff on your profile you don't have to you know be a spreader of information specifically misinformation a lot of that shit going around but i do think you have a right to pay attention at least at a base level of what's going on so you're educated and you understand the drivers at play here because it will affect you at some point it will affect all our economy it will affect our production systems. It will affect a lot of stuff, just like COVID did, right? And so it's important. It's really important. And it's important to check your privilege. So as a Hispanic man myself and being a minority who's experienced racial oppression, who's experienced uh, individual racism as I grew up, I still recognize my own privilege of being a man, right? Of being an American. I, there's some privilege in that. Now, of course, that doesn't mean I haven't experienced oppression, but you can have tension with opposites and recognize that. So if you recognize your privilege, all of a sudden you start to value the situation you're in. You start to have value for the freedoms that you do have and not to overlook the freedoms you don't have and the ignorance that still exists in this country and the oppression that still exists and still supported by many people in legislation in this country. No, I'm not saying overlook that. Pay attention to that too. But by all means, pay attention to what's going on in the globe for sure. You must pay attention. And I'm not just saying once the news organizations forget about it and it, and it, you know, doesn't, it's not popular, still pay attention. There's definitely going to be podcast people recording Ukrainians that are there talking about it. Pay attention. What's going on? Really? Because it matters. Because if it, this was happening in the US and you're an American, you, I know you would want the whole world to be paying attention because it matters because people are losing their lives. They didn't ask for this fight. And they're having to defend their homes and say goodbye to their families and rush their, you know, their families across borders and then run back uh, with a firearm that they haven't even shot once. And they're not, you know, they're not soldiers, but they're fighting because they love their country and they love the people of their country. And that is an incredible testament. And um, no matter how many hugs and how much woo-woo stuff we can talk about, um, when it comes down to it, I... I do believe in fighting back when people are being oppressed. Um, sometimes you don't have a choice, ladies and gents. Um, by all means, you know my content. I'm a very much a um, empathy-filled man, uh, but I've been a fighter my entire life, and I've seen oppression. Um, I've seen wrongdoing, and uh, sometimes you don't have a choice but to stand up and fight. Now, does that mean I'm a proponent for the U.S. getting involved in a bunch of different foreign affairs? No, I'm not. But in this case, we are already involved based on if Russia attacks a NATO country. And that's what people need to understand. I think there's a lot of folks that don't understand the, what's really going on and they start yapping about it on social media. And it's like, yo, we need to educate ourselves before we speak on this subject, right? Because if you've traditionally been speaking on, you know, relationship advice and all this other stuff, and then I hear, the, I see these Ukraine posts, and I'm like, yo, like, that's not really what's going on. Like, people should be paying attention. Yes, take care of your mental health. Like, look out for your emotional health. But those are not excuses to not, like, know what's going on at a base level. You don't have to look at all these photos and watch hours of videos, but know what's going on. Educate yourself. Pay attention. Pay attention. 
Now, on top of that, I do want to say that, uh, well, I, I kind of said it already, but I do want to repeat that I'm not saying that we need to overlook the things that are wrong in this country. There are plenty of them. Trust me. We have a ton of stuff going on politically, econo- economically, environmentally, um, socially, and culturally. And we have a ton of beautiful things in the United States as well, too. And I'm, I'm grateful for those things as well. But um, we do need to pay attention, ladies and gents. And um, we do need to check our privilege, really. We need to realize and recognize our privilege that um, people have died so that way we can wake up every day with a underlying base sense of safety. I feel like, oh, well, what about you know this racial oppression that's going on? I'm like, yo, I, I see that. I feel that. I understand legitimately. That said, that doesn't mean you still don't have inherent privilege of being in this country, even if you are in a minority uh, even if you are a minority or oppressed in some way, there's still privileges that come with that. Now, those privileges don't don't just negate all the all the shit, all the oppression, right? That people have to feel. But you you still should check your privilege as being an American, and pay attention to what's going on. Because if you want people to pay attention to your suffering, you need to pay attention to other suffering too. And there's a whole lot of suffering going on in Ukraine right now because of Putin and his regime. And this has nothing to do with the Russian people, honestly. I mean, I'm sure there's some Russians that support this, but majority of Russians, even though they're not speaking up because they're scared, because they'll get detained and thrown in jail, I'm I'm guaranteeing you do not support this. As a person that speaks Russian myself, because I had was very close to someone uh, that grew up there in my early 20s, I was able to learn the language and learn a lot about the culture. I knew nothing about Russia before then. There's so many amazing, good people there that don't want this shit. They don't, right? And Although Putin's been elected over and over again, he he's he has this dictatorship there, so it's really not a fair election. He just mutes and silences people if they speak up against him. You know, if you just look at the protests that happened in the past couple of days, thousands of people were detained and arrested merely for protesting and speaking their mind, right? That's it. And, you know, I look at this just as like the insurrection of the Capitol um, in, of January of last year that Trump incited. Same deal. It's the same exact deal. We should pay attention to that, too, because that matters. When has our capital been attacked since the Civil War like that, right? It matters. The world paid attention to that, too. And I'm glad they did because they can see what's going on in this country. And we also need to pay attention to that. We need to pay attention to what's going on in Ukraine. We, we need to do our due diligence to research and disseminate fact from fiction and opinion. Man, there's so much opinion out there on the internet now. And um, it's really hard to know what's real and what's not, but you have to do your diligence and research and ask questions and also be able to say you're wrong, right? I've posted a couple of things in the past weeks about just being wrong. And so many people are so adverse to admitting that they're wrong or apologizing. They just want to, they just keep going down the road of ignorance. Boom. Just keep spewing shit they don't know about out their mouths. And that's, that's awful. That literally perpetuates ignorance in this country. And we need to get rid of that nip in the butt. We need, we need less ignorance, more compassion, more open-mindedness, but also we need to not be ignorant to when we have no choice but to stand up. That's that's also a thing. You know, um, I, I am a huge fan of Dr. Martin Luther King, and I do believe that uh, only love can, can diminish hate, and you can't meet hate with hate. But you also, uh, in, in, in terms of what's going on right now in Ukraine, um, cannot lay down. Because if the Ukrainian people were just to lay down, Putin would take over their country. Their entire lives are changed, and that's what they're fighting for. And we've lost that understanding as Americans because we feel so privileged living in the safety, right? 
man, if some, if some country were to invade, they, they wouldn't because of because of the, the way the U.S. is surrounded by two oceans. Um, they'd have to come through Canada or Mexico. It'd be a whole ordeal, right? But hypothetically, if a country were to invade the United States, think about how your life would change. Think about how everything around, what if it just the town that you live in, what if just, and we don't even have to name a country, what if some some country just invaded that town you live in, right? Think about how your life would change. Think about how you would realize the privilege that you lived in. And now you'd be fighting for your life. You and your neighbors be fighting for your life. Untrained, scared. What do you, like, are you going to survive? Are you going to be injured? Are you going to be killed? Where does your family go? How do you, where do you go for food if the stores are shut down, right? These things that people have to deal with in other countries. And that's what I'm saying about the privilege of living here. You need to recognize that. Really, it's an absolute privilege to be living in a general sense of safety. Even with the oppression, even with the shit we have to put up with in the U.S. Now, we are changing things. That's why people are marching, people are voting, people are talking, people are speaking up about a whole host of stuff. If we just look at trans rights in Texas, I mean, the, the, the bonehead person there that's, um, that's basically trying to, trying to um, you know, just dump all over uh, trans rights. Same sort of oppression, right? Same sort of oppression. Pay attention. Pay attention. Your freedom matters, so do others. Now, I don't even want to get started with the whole um, vaccine thing because, uh, as you all know, I'm a scientist by trade, um, definitely pro-vaccine. Uh, I do believe in you know people having their ability to choose at this point. It's just, you know, I don't, I've had, I have had conversations and great discussions with people that are, that, that didn't get vaccinated, uh, tons of people that did. And I, I certainly can understand the perspective of not wanting to be told, um, what to do. I think it's completely a different situation because it's really to save other people's lives. And if you don't understand the science and you just start spewing out stuff you've seen on Fox news or other shit, it's hard for me to listen to you or agree with you because it really just sounds ignorant, honestly. Um, but that ignorant that ignorance perpetuates in other ways, right? And it's not just people that didn't get vaccinated. Because trust me, if you're listening to this show and you didn't get vaccinated, you know I support your autonomy. Whatever you want to do, obviously, as a scientist um, and someone who who read pretty much every peer-reviewed paper about the vaccines from Moderna and Pfizer specifically, um, it, it doesn't make any sense to me why someone wouldn't want to. Um, but uh, unless they're watching the news and hearing about all these side effects that don't exist that there's no proof for um but yeah i think uh i think that ignorance is, is the main issue right and it's the thing it's the same thing with like the privilege the privilege of being ignorant that's like there's a privilege in that even because you don't even have to pay attention right you just get to do what you want to do all the time um so i'm just saying like in this episode y'all understand your privilege even if you're a minority even if you're a woman even if you're um, a, a, tr a trans person or non-binary person who who experiences oppression in this country, who experiences homophobia or racism in this country, I I see those things. Like we need to stand up and and fight for equality in this country, but we also, in doing that, cannot turn our backs or turn our cheek to other people experiencing oppression around the world. Now, it doesn't mean we need to get involved in every conflict, but this conflict conflict specifically is different. And if you don't understand why it's different, you need to take time to educate yourself on why it's different because it matters. Because if we end up getting in a bigger war with Russia because they try to move into a NATO country, that is going to affect every single country on this planet to some extent. Every single economy will be affected to, to a little bit of extent, just like COVID did, because we haven't seen that kind of militaristic action in 60, 70 years. 
So pay attention, ladies and gents, pay attention and, and understand your privilege. There's nothing wrong with um, looking at your privilege. The, the, the problem isn't being privileged. The problem is what are you going to do with that privilege? What are the actions you're going to take to recognize that privilege and to help others as being privileged, right? If you have the means to donate, donate some money to, to some of the Ukrainian organizations that are um, using money to, to provide housing and food and, and water to, to people that are displaced, to people that are literally leaving the country at such a quick rate and for people that are there. Because pretty soon their borders are going to be really shut off and it's going to be hard for people that are fighting there for Ukraine to get food, to get water, to get energy. If, if the Russian military starts to destroy places that they get energy like oil or natural gas or electrical places, that's usually what, what um, militaries target to pretty much sort of smoke out people in a, in a city. So think, if you think about these things, like these things matter totally. I'm not trying to get you worked up or get you nervous, but... You should pay attention to what's going on. It does matter. Now, I know you all come here a lot for relational self-help advice. This fits into that because this self-awareness or sorry, your self-awareness doesn't just apply to when you're alone or when you want to go on a date or be interacted. It applies to everything that's going on in the world. How self-aware are you? Can you check your own privilege? Can you recognize what's actually going on? Can you use your brain and use your intellect to research and read stuff and find the fact over fiction before you make a statement on social media, before you start to talk about things you don't know about, right? That's what we need to do. And if you see someone that's like commenting something that makes no sense or is completely wrong, rather than attack them, engage them in discussion, right? Some people will engage and some people won't. For the people that won't engage in discussion, you're not going to say anything that's going to change anything, right? But for the people that are open to engage in sort of peaceful discussion, even if they think they're so right, they can't hear anything, engage people in discussion. Have a thoughtful discourse with them. You know, it doesn't have to be an attack thing, but really try to understand what they're saying and then provide them with what how you think and where you've gotten your data and your evidence from. And hopefully more and more of those conversations can help people see more of the actual truth and reality as opposed to just being swayed by their own dogma or own trauma or own sort of visceral response to war or to death or something like that, right? Um, unfortunately, there's some fights that we just can't run away from in humanity. Now, I tell you what, I'll be the first person. If someone comes into my town uh, trying to overthrow people I love, I will be the first person to take arms and fight back, guarantee you. Um, because I do believe in fighting back against oppression. Now, of course, I would much rather take the, the uh, diplomatic route and talk it over and um, you know <laughs> try to reach mutual ground, but that isn't possible sometimes, and that's what you all need to understand. You know, For anyone that's served in the military, most of those people get that, right? Um, and again, please do not confuse what I'm saying right now with uh, me being pro uh, you know, war or taking it. That's not it at all. Trust me. Um, again, having friends and family that I've lost in the military, I'm not pro that at all, but I am pro standing up, uh, when someone's, uh, you know, threatening you. And right now Russia's pretty much threatening every country that, uh, is part of NATO or part of the European union, including the United States. And that's a big deal, a big deal. Um, I do hope we can get to a global economy at some point where, uh, we break down these borders that we've built, um, and we start becoming more of a planet as opposed to countries. But I don't know if that will happen. And nor do I know if that is actually the solution. Um, but I think it I think it is part of it, honestly. Um, but if we look at the history of humanity and society, God, we've gone through cycles of repeated violence over and over again. Um, 
And people are right. We can't break those 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 cycles until we we change the narrative. We can't change the narrative if someone's attacking you, right? It just doesn't work. I, I wish we could be like um, the Tibetan monks sitting in front of the uh, the the tanks and, and, and protest, but that doesn't work when people are shooting at you. It just it just doesn't, especially when they don't care, right? Um, so that's what I want to leave you all with. Um, I know it's, uh, it's a different, it's a different sort of flavor than what I usually talk to you, but this is Starve the Ego, Feed the Soul, ladies and gentlemen. This is not, uh, you know, only a relationship show or, or a self-knowledge, self-wisdom show. This is about everything of depth within our world. That includes, um, areas of oppression, areas of war, areas of violence. I want to talk about that too, because it matters. Because it matters. Because the work you do on yourself ripples out to everything you touch. And so if you're truly building emotional resiliency, self-awareness, vulnerability, personal accountability, you are paying attention to what's going on. You are paying attention because it matters. Because you are a human on this earth. And it matters. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, I hope if you're interested in the Build Better Relationships course, sign up for it. It's 70 bucks on sale right now. It's an incredible value. Uh, I'm so excited to teach these this course live. And we're, it's a three-part course. So there's three 90-minute sessions plus a 60-minute live question and answer session all throughout March. Um, I think you're going to get so much out of it. Specifically, if you're going through heartbreak, if you're searching for love, if you're wondering how to find purpose or connect with yourself, uh, build friendships, just any sort of thing you're dealing with, it starts with ourselves. It starts deep internally at looking what's going on inside of us. What are we doing? How can we contribute? How can we change our narrative, change our situation, and therefore change the relationship we have with ourselves and with others to make it better, more healthier, more sustainable over the course of time. And that actually changes the people you attract as well too. So Click on the website link, www.nicobarraza.com. Build Better Relationships course. It is live currently right now. It starts in March, but you can sign up for it. $70 is the sale price. It's going to go up to $100 in a few days. So please register now um, and I'll see you all in March. And then if you uh, if you don't mind, if you haven't left a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts, please do so. That helps the show out a ton. It takes like one second. You can pause the show right now and go do it. And then if you're listening on Spotify, please click the five stars on Spotify. They don't have a written review, but they just have a star rating. If you can leave the show a five-star rating, I appreciate that so much. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope to see you next week. And um, yeah, let's all, uh, if you pray, pray for what's going on around the world. If you don't pray, send out some good energy, sit down, meditate, um, You know, hold people you love, tell them you appreciate them, look people in the eye, tell them you value them. Um, because we really don't know uh, what tomorrow holds. But we do know that what's going on right now matters and we need to pay attention. Talk to you all soon. I really want to ask all of you listeners out there, if you could take a couple seconds, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star written review that really helps get the podcast in more eyes, in more ears, um, and just really helps podcasts grow in in every aspect possible. So um, I would really appreciate it if you could pause it, go leave us a five-star written review on Apple, subscribe on Apple and Spotify podcasts, and turn notifications on so you get notified whenever we launch a new episode.